When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. My first guest tonight is an American icon who stars in the new film, A Wrinkle in Time. No time to waste, man. Come on, You just have to find the right frequency and have faith in who you are. Welcome, Oprah Winfrey. Now what, like, people seem nervous or something? Not nervous! 
nervous. I think they, they actually told me later that they thought that uh, I would bring my own political stuff there and that they weren't that happy to see me. That's what they said to me afterwards. But now I went back like six months later and mm -hmm. that group was still... This is what happened. I, I wanted to go to 60 Minutes because I thought, let's see what we can do to bridge the divide in the country. Can you get both sides talking to each other. And that group of 14 people stayed in contact even though they didn't know we were coming back. Because we didn't know we were coming back. Mm -hmm. And they all started this whole Facebook page called America's Hope. And they started, they still, not one person changed their mind, mm -hmm. but they listened, learned to listen to each other and disagree without being so disagreeable. That's what happened. Wow, okay, so when... That's, which means it can happen. That's helpful. That's helpful. As long yeah. as people keep talking, yeah, you yeah, can at least yeah. negotiate where the country happen. is going. Yeah. If you can't, if you don't talk means to you each can other. hear another person's point of view at least. Yeah. Right. Um, so, um, how is that different? Like being on 60 Minutes and, and and doing these kind of interviews. Obviously, you had well, the talk show of talk shows for how 20 years or something like that. 25. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. An extra five years. <laughs> Wait, so you had, for wait till you're on years. 25, that extra five, you're going to be counting it. You're going to be counting it. <laughs> so uh, how is this different? Because you certainly had all that experience of talking to what's people. What's different the... is, is that everybody who watched the Oprah show all those years, they generally knew where my, my opinions were. And I try really hard to not to be biased either way. Just to be, I literally say, I'm going to go in, my only intention is to listen and to keep an open mind and to let other people be heard. Mm -hmm. Rather than my own show, I was a participant in that show and I had my opinions and people knew where my values You're were. You're a good talker. I'm a good talker. but So I try to be a better listener when I'm doing 60 Minutes. Oh, so you're to... not doing a talk show, you're doing a listen I'm show. I'm doing a listening <laughs> show, kind of. Now, you did have uh, one very big fan who watched you uh, oh, uh, on the, yeah. the second night that you did it. Uh, this is a, a young man named Donald who lives in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> He said, just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, who at one point I knew very well. Interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased and slanted. The facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated just like all the others. Mm. Now, I would say, if there is one thing I associate with you, it's insecure. <laughs> that is... <laughs> You just don't seem like you're coming uh, from a place understand of strength. That. I, did, I didn't understand that, but here's the deal. I, I take uh, all criticism, particularly over the years. I remember a long time ago, a critic had said, uh, when I first started television, she ate the furniture, she ate the questions, she ate the... That. So I actually listened to that mm -hmm. and act became a better listener. Mm -hmm. So when I heard the, that the president had tweeted that... I went back and I looked at the tape to see, you know, what is he actually talking about? Was I biased? Uh, did we, were we not fair? And uh, I, I didn't get it. I really, but I did examine it. I called up the 60 Minutes producers. I said, hey, let's, is there any validity to this at all? And we all looked at it and said no. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Okay. I would agree. Okay. Now, so... Here's here's another here's another adventure that you had this year. Yeah. Is that not you didn't just go to New Zealand, you did New Zealand and you became a blonde superhero. I named went to Mrs. New Zealand Witch. and I got a doll. You got a doll. Yes. Did you did you read the book? I did, out? yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it, I read it. I remember I had it read to me in third grade by Mrs. Kelly. Thank you, Mrs. Kelly. And 
I read it myself. Nobody in... forgets their third grade teacher. No, no. We and all then I read know it myself right when I was 10, just a few years later. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I just, I remember, I, I, I can't wait to see the movie because I remember uh, Mrs. Witch and What's, what's it? it? And, and who? And who? And then Dad disappears. That's and the whole there's point. The it. I was so frightened of it. Yes. Did uh, you know what it was? I, no, I didn't know what it, it was. It is the darkness. It is the darkness. <laughs> You just, want, you just want Darth Vader on me yeah, right there. Yeah, no. It is the it darkness. It is the darkness. It and is what the is, darkness. And what is the darkness The darkness again? is the darkness that's spreading so fast these days. The only thing faster than the light is the darkness. And the darkness is inside you. It's when evil takes over inside your How brain. do you keep that from happening? Because I don't want to be evil. You have to stay in the light. You have to stay in the light. And that's what Mrs. Witch is. My character is, and Mindy Kalins and Reese Witherspoon, who I hear the girl's going to be on this week. Yes, next year. And so, so uh, we're all these, um, these angel millennial women mm -hmm. who help the girl, Meg, played by the golden Storm Reed, played by her, who's searching for her father. And we help her find her father. Wow. We shall find your father. Yeah, I know, I know, it's an eternal struggle. Yes, come with me. Yes, yes. Well, did you read these books growing up? No. This book growing up? Did, did not make my neighborhood, did not. No? No. <laughs> I just didn't, yeah. I, I just didn't, no. Wow. I had other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little frightening. I think it is, and so I don't. I wouldn't advise it for like six-year-olds. Mm -hmm. But you said third grade, so Seven. by thir third, eighth grade, uh, eight, eight years old, eight maybe. years old. So around mm -hmm. eight, eight mm -hmm. to fourteen, I would say is really great. And so take your kids; it's a wonderful thing to do. And daughters, I mean, take your daughters, take your sons too. Mm -hmm. But I think young kids are going to love it, mm -hmm. love it. And what's the darkness today these days? Do you think? What do you think the darkness is? <laughs> no, I'm not leading. I'm not leading. I promise you. You think... are not leading? I'm not. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> it's this pervasive feeling that one, one group of people is better than the other, or mm -hmm. one side is better than the other side. Mm -hmm. And so, in times of darkness, we must all be warriors for the light, Stephen. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that. Now... We got to take a little break right here. I want to talk to you about your upcoming presidential run, which obviously. I said. <laughs> I know. I know you're not going to do it. Yeah. You've said you've said you you won't do it, but I have a special guest stopping by who might be able to convince you otherwise. So please just hold there. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We're right back with more Oprah Winfrey. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, and now, uh, before the break, we were uh, talking about A Wrinkle in Time and your wonderful co-stars, Reese Witherspoon and, and Mindy, Mindy Kaling, Kaling who yeah. are on tomorrow and the next day here. We're very happy to have them. Um, uh, that must be a fun group of people, the three of you hanging oh, out together. Oh, we had a hot time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It was the most fun ever. Now, you all have powers in this movie. Do you have individual powers, like in real life? Did well, you identify your own superpowers? Those are the talkingest girls. When you come in, I hope you get a word in edgewise, because they're the talkingest women I've ever been around. <laughs> they don't stop. Like, in the morning, in the trailer, and they, they know every pop culture, person, event, anything that's going on. Sure. So they talk constantly. If you yeah. put the two of them together, you won't be able to get a word in. It's true. That's why we separated them. Okay, night, that's why the you did that. Okay. We had to. <laughs> now, I heard something that, that you actually have a, a, an odd phobia that I did not know about. I just found out about it, is that you gum chewing. It's not a phobia. <laughs> I mean, are I you going to yell through this entire interview? No, no. <laughs> I know. I yes, have some, yes, I have some yes. strong feelings. I understand. About it. I understand. Yeah, you're eating the set right now. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's not a phobia. You you intensely dislike gum chewing. I intensely dislike it. Yes. And it comes from uh, my childhood. Okay. Yes. I grew up poor in Mississippi. Okay. And my grandmother. This is absolutely no hyperbole whatsoever. My grandmother used to try to save the gum. Mm -hmm. So she would literally, that country song about gum po on the bedpost at night, yep. she would put it on the bedpost. She would put it in the cabinet. She would put it everywhere around. And so as a child, I would bump into it and it would like rub up against me. And you know what it's like when you've taken it out of your mouth and it's been out for a couple of weeks? Yeah. It's bad. And so I was afraid of it. I was afraid of it. Well, so what happens if, like, you're someplace and somebody walks in chewing gum? Like... It's not good. I had it barred. It, it's barred at my uh, offices. Nobody is allowed. But when I go out into the world, I can't bar it. <laughs> I have so no, what do you do? I have How no do you powers respond? there. Like, I, I just ignore do, Does it? everybody you work with know this? Everybody or? I work with <laughs> knows this. Wow. Do not chew gum in front of me. I have, I have uh, done several things with you. No one warned me. I mean, thank God. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Okay. It creeps me out. All right, no gum, no gum. Spit you know it out, everybody. You know that. <laughs> No, but this is what you realize too. Crews are, chew crews are chewing it all the time, so right. I just ignore it. I pretend I don't see it. Right. I keep moving. Good. Like actually, That's actually, Reese comes up to me on the set and she says, "You want a piece of gum?" And it's like that, and it's green. So I'm like, if it's colored, I just go crazy. Did she know and was just pushing your buttons? No, she didn't know. And so I said, I, I have a problem with it. She goes, what kind of problem? Really? <laughs> and she's just showing it. And she goes, oh, that's too bad. And then she just walks off. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to ask her about it. Ask tomorrow. her about it. I'm going to ask her ask about her it tomorrow. Did she, do it? Yeah, she absolutely did it. One of the things that, as we were saying before the break, is that there are a lot of people out there who would like to see you be president of the United States, or at least run to be president of the United States. And... I, feel, I feel humbled and honored by that. It yeah. just isn't something. I would, I, 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 I've said this before. I would know it. I mean, it would be, you know, everybody's saying it. I am very much in touch with my inner... GPS, mm -hmm. the voice, I'm in touch with God. Yeah. The voice of God. In fact, you said, in, again, People Magazine, if I have this quote right, you said, if God, if you think I'm supposed to run, you got to tell me, and it has to be so clear... So clear, even I... Not even I can miss it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, have you, have you had any signs at all? Not one. Really? 
not even the people like tweeting or texting or the no, people that, cheering. But None that, of that that's is a, a different. Sign. You know that those are all people outside you. You know what that is. If a thousand people tell you to do something, but you don't feel it inside yourself, mm -hmm. or if a thousand people say, "Oh, that looks good on you, girl," and you know it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Or <laughs> ten people say it. Yeah. You know it doesn't. So no, I, I haven't. Okay. Well, okay. I guess I guess that settles it. Yeah. No Oprah. Oprah, right. Stephen, what's up? Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, God, it's God, everybody. Give it up for the Lord. Hey, everybody. I just spit out my I'm gum. I'm sorry about this, Oprah. I apologize. I apologize. God stops by every once in a while. He's a fan. Can I can I help you, Lord? I'm kind of in the middle of talking to somebody important. Oh, I know, Stephen. I'm a huge fan. That's great to hear. I'm a big fan of yours, too, God. I really am. Wow. Oprah knows who I am? I can't <laughs> wait to tell Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to look so cool. Now, God, I, I, I don't mean to hurry you along, but is there, you know, something you'd like to tell Oprah? Oh, yeah. I hear thou seekest a sign. Well, is this clear enough? <laughs> Take your time. I've been here for eternity. I, all I can say, God, is that running, run is now a part of my exercise routine. I can tell you that. Mm, well, how do I make this clearer, Oprah? Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey 2020. Yes, she can. Well, there it is. You asked for it. There it is, Oprah. A, a big endorsement. <laughs> okay. Lord, let me just say this to you. It's, it's not something I've, I've ever seen myself doing. It's not the kind of job that you can have without fully devoting yourself to it 100%? Not really. Have you seen this White House? <laughs> he's got a point. He's got, he's got a point. Come on, Oprah. I had all this merch printed up. I put it up on my wife's credit card. She's going to kill me. God, take it from me, Oprah. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay, and I'm sure you're going to find someone that you are just inspired by in 2020. Thanks, Oprah. Look, before I let you go, any chance you could get the Bible into your book club? Hmm? I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Good, everybody. Thanks, Thank Oprah. you, Lord. <laughs> A wrinkle in time is in theaters this Friday. Oprah Winfrey, everybody. Coming up, Reese Witherspoon. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand-new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. because my first guest is an Oscar and Emmy Award winner and one of Hollywood's leading voices for female empowerment, and she now stars in A Wrinkle in Time. Call me Mrs. Wetsit. Mrs. Who? No, Mrs. Wetsit. Mrs. Who is... She's like a billion years older and way more knowledgeable. What can I do for you, Mrs. Wetsit? I called her Ceiling Sheets. Guys, she's harmless. You're six. Come on. What do you know about Harmless? Have I ever been wrong? Well, one of these days you might be Charles Wallace. Oh, I highly doubt that. He's one of the greatest minds in recent history. He's prodigious. But of course, we can't take any credit for our talents. It's how we use them that counts. Please welcome Reese Witherspoon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You I've know, never been here. <laughs> oh, great. Welcome to New York. Oh, I'm sorry about you. the storm. Oh, no, it's great. Oh, really? I love snow, yeah. You Because you I grew up in the snow. south. You, you're okay with snow? Yeah, I grew up in Nashville, but I don't get to see snow that often, so I fully went out. I went, yeah? <laughs> I went out in my bathrobe. I was like, this you is went great. Out. You are you went out in your bathroom? Yeah, because my hotel has a little balcony. I just walked right out there. Oh. I was like, oh, this is, oh God, I gotta go back in. This is so cold. <laughs> I thought you meant like went out to Fifth Avenue in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Give me 20 years. No, I understand you saw <laughs> I understand you saw Bruce last night. I saw Bruce Springsteen, y'all. <laughs> I saw him on I know. On um, on Broadway, he has this show where he kind of, it's a spoken word. He talks about how he wrote songs like Born to Run and Thunder Road. And I had never seen a Bruce con- uh, concert before. So people were in the audience going, like, Bruce, Bruce. And I was like, okay, I, you know. But Oprah had said to me, it was transformational, this show. And when Oprah says something's transformational, I mean, yeah. can you imagine the level that has to be on? Sure. So I was like, oh, I got to get some tickets. Literally within 15 minutes, I was a sobbing puddle of human tears on the ground. It's amazing. He talks about his dad and his mom. I mean, he talked about his mom. Then he talked about how tenderly his grandmother had cared for him. And I, um, I just lost it. I know, I'm like a little. <laughs> it was a lot, you guys. And then, it was amazing. And, then I, then I went backstage because I thought it would be polite to just say, you know, thank you course, so much. Yeah, for this yeah. But I literally couldn't form words. So I was like, <gasps> I was like, the thing, when you said that telling people's <gasps> stories is <laughs> the service you pay for living, I started to cry so hard. He goes, oh, my God. And he started to hug me. He and his wife were, like, hugging me. And I was like, I'll put it in a letter. <laughs> and I literally, like, mm. walked out the door. I would do the I, same thing. I couldn't I would do say the same anything. Thing. It was literally that movie. Can I take that for you? Oh, yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks. Now, we had your, we had, uh, we had uh, Lady O. We had Oprah on last I night. Know. Isn't and she she's wonderful. She talks some smack about you, though. What? She has a phobia about gum, evidently. And she pointed out that you were just smacking what? gum all over the set for a wrinkle in time. She been ta- talking trash? She was trash talking you. Up in the streets? 
About me? Yeah, she was. She was just shy of the dozens with what? Oprah. Yes. Did you do you chew gum on set? Because that's that's her well, accusation. Yeah. But I didn't know you're not allowed to chew gum. Evidently, you're never allowed to chew gum around Oprah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Obama well, okay. doesn't even do it around. You know Oprah. I. No, Obama well, you know, won't do it. Nobody like gave me the Oprah rules. So like she she walked into the hair and makeup trailer the first day, and I'm playing music. I've got like Sam Cooke playing, and I'm like, come on, hey, I'm really getting here, girl. Let's play. And and then I heard from her assistant like three days later, Oprah likes silence in the trailer, and I was like, <laughs> oh shoot. And then one day I walked on the set and I was like. I was chewing gum because I had like coffee breath or something, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Oprah? Are you excited about this scene?" She's like, "Are you chewing gum?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "No one chews gum around me." I was like, "Oh, like nobody wow. gave me the rules." But I think, I think it's in the Constitution that you can't chew gum around <laughs> really? Oprah. She doesn't care though when I do it now, right? No, she was fine with it. She's fine. <laughs> Watch last night's show. You'll see. Oh, God. Okay. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, Time's Up. You yeah. are one of the uh, organizers. Leader is leader would be the right word. I'm just part of hundreds of women that got together. And what Time's Up is, is a movement um, to create safety and equity in the workplace. So. <laughs> You know, um, a few months ago, there was some stuff happening in Hollywood. I don't know if you heard. Mm. But um, some women are being harassed, sexually harassed on movies and television shows. And a bunch of really amazing women across our industry got together and just said, we got to do something about this. Really quickly, though, because yeah. it was, I mean, a few days before the Golden Globes, I, I hadn't heard of uh, Time's Up. And then when the Golden Globes rolled around, I was like, well, everybody knew what Time's Up was. And everyone was wearing the pins. And and have what are you doing to sort of keep that momentum going right now? Like, what's, what's next for Time's Up? Well, a lot of it is about reaching out to women in all industries. So at the Golden Globes, we had um, a representative from the Farm Workers Union, from the Domestic Workers Union, um, from the Restaurant Workers Union. And it's important that people know that this is industry-wide. I mean, it's every industry. And we started a legal defense fund. Um, and we raised $20 million in 10 days. Um, yeah. To help, um, yeah. um, so people can still contribute to that fund. And what that fund does is help people find lawyers and get good legal advice for on-the-job harassment suits. So this is um, bringing the people, you know. And, and where would people go if they wanted to find out about the fund or, or give to the fund? Oh, they can go to the National Women's Law Center. So okay. it's organized out of Washington, D.C., and mm -hmm. 500 lawyers across the country are there to help you if you have any questions. So well, this great. isn't the first time you've made something happen. I, I, you, you are, of course, a famous actress um, and producer, but uh, you're almost as famous at this point as someone who sort of made the opportunities happen for herself and the people that she wanted to work with. You've taken the bull by the horns in Hollywood. I remember uh, Wild was a project. You said, I'm just going to get this made. Was that a turning point for you in terms yeah. of, like, I'm going to create the opportunities for myself and the people I want to work with? Yeah, I just kept reading really crummy scripts. And I was like, I don't want to do these crummy movies. And, and I thought, well, instead of complaining about it, might as well just make my own movies. So I did. And, um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> I'm making it sound really easy. It was really, yeah, exactly. it was hard work, but I thought, you know, 
I just, I want little girls to grow up and see women in more complex roles in different ways and not just be like the wife and the girlfriend of a superhero because women are more than that and, and, and people deserve to see women with all their complexity. So I was really excited, I did Wild and I did a movie called Gone Girl and then, um, yeah, I produced that movie, yes. which is very cool. And, and then, of course. And then Big Little Lies. Big so Little yeah, Lies, yeah, we just did Big Little Lies last year and then, yeah. And then um, we're starting season two in a week. And I understand uh, Meryl Streep is in season two. Yes. That's Meryl really Streep exciting. Meryl is doing season two. Yes. I'm so excited. And she she's, she plays, uh, I forgot what Alexander's uh, character's name is. Uh, yeah, she plays, um, yeah, Nicole Kidman's husband was this guy named Perry, and <laughs> he met an untimely end. Mm -hmm. And Meryl Streep plays his mother. And she sure wants to know what happened. She wants to know what happened, and she doesn't believe any of us. <laughs> so she comes back, and it's amazing. We had rehearsals last week, and I was like, I cannot believe I'm sitting across from Meryl Streep, and I'm saying, like, human words to her, and she's saying human words back to me, and I know, I have the same amazing. feeling when I talk to her, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having to act with her. Yeah. I'm afraid that in the middle of a scene, I would go, holy <laughs> it's Meryl Streep. It'll be fun, I'm excited. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing, if you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.